0: welcome to the friends and rivals podcast
1: if that happens then that they become even more more formidable or more for formidable or have what i don't know, my, i'm losing my words right now lossing formidable
2: lossing. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm gonna take a breath and start over it's a formidable lineup no matter who you put on that third line
0: let's talk devils and islanders let's talk penguins and rangers but let's not talk about flyers because they're a bunch of fucks which know
1: no one can deny. Game time! Woo. I Poof. Okay. Episode six, friends and rivals podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. As always, with me are Stephen Wojtewicz,
2: Bill Fougere, Nick Larita.
1: I-, I love the fact that we all are in sync. Two weeks in a row with the last That's names. It. Gotta Keep love tighter it. Tighter and tighter, boys. Gotta love it. Before we start, drum roll, please. There is a new team to the fuck list. Oh, yeah? You play
0: to win the game.
1: Listen to Herm Edwards. No message has been more true that you play to win the game. You don't act like a classless bunch of fucks and have Doug Peterson as your head coach as a scumbag to try a quarterback in the second half and not try to win the game. I mean, to be fair, he's got to know what he's got in that quarterback. He's got to figure it out somehow. The Flyers are already on the fuck list. The Eagles, I mean, they were on there already, but now they are permanently on there. Um, they are on the fuck list. Uh, so today, in addition to fuck the Flyers,
3: fuck the Flyers, fuck the
1: Flyers, fuck the Flyers, I will be saying fuck
2: the Eagles. Fuck the sure, Eagles. Sure. Uh, that was easy. Fuck the Eagles. Hey, everybody's a <clears throat> <laughs> look look
1: i i get the giant should they handled their own business during regular season and won one more game and all that stuff i get that but you should never have to rely on a uh on, an, uh, on another one, team you should have won one more game well at least
0: six and ten you shouldn't you should not have a sniff at the playoff you should it should not yeah. even be a question going into the, i i, I get it but we were there finale.
1: but if you get a classless guy like doug peterson to throw the game and st- to basically, stop playing the game. I don't know. He's a scumbag in my book. And we'll it
3: literally was like, oh wait, this is working. Yeah, I'm gonna stop doing that. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do the opposite.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, I hate the Eagles. I hate the Eagles. I hate the Flyers. Uh, How
0: about I, the
1: Phillies? I, I, well, look, the Phillies. They're they're almost like a non-sports team to me because mm-hmm. they're they're not in any. They're not in the American League. We beat them in the World Series. I mean, what what do we have to prove? and the 76ers i mean besides the devils first round draft pick this year um big shack
4: what I, sport I do they play i am not even I, familiar
1: i am i'm i'm not even sure who the 76ers are i'm sorry no. i i don't follow basketball anymore i used yeah. to but i don't
2: anymore they, I, the the the, the uh, 76ers they actually could have been the fucking 76ers they had the the process you know for a few years where they were actively tanking and then the nba stepped in and made sure that stopped happening but uh so they only went like half they only went like maybe a toe or a couple of toes in they didn't go full
3: i mean it was four asshole. straight years i think they were pretty solidly in tank
2: i mean yeah but i mean like they didn't get the chance to like yeah. be like oh well now we reap all the benefits and fuck everybody because you know our team is like exactly what they the nba doesn't doesn't want us to do and then have all the other teams or other teams in the NBA. Try something like it, but
0: Nick's been trying for 20 years, it hasn't gotten them anywhere. <laughs> okay, that's
1: All true. Right. Let, let, let's stop. Let, this is going to turn into another music rant, so let's <laughs> let's not let's stop the NBA talk and get right into.
0: Did I tell you when the new transatlantic album coming out?
2: <laughs> uh, I, I thought this was a podcast you, about music. I, I was will the Prague, the, uh, the prog Metal uh, 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 podcast. No, am I on the wrong podcast?
1: <laughs> no. You are on the wrong podcast. You you and Billy do that one on Wednesday nights.
2: Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Uh, Finally, hockey talk, boys. Uh, Training camps did start uh, last week. Um, So um, we're going to have a whole section of that. But we can review time. um, What's happening in the world of the New Jersey Devil, Steve? Anything, any news this week? So
3: I have boiled it down to three big stories for this week. Um, The first one popped up today. Apparently, the team is interested in Ben Hutton, who's a free agent defenseman who played last year with the Kings. I'm thinking just to solidify the third pair, maybe give Ty Smith somebody else to you know watch and try and emulate. Pretty good in transition, good on the penalty kill, apparently. But again, just a solid defenseman to round out that third pairing. Maybe they don't have as much face in, faith in Connor Carrick uh, as they I thought they did. The second story from this week, uh, again, happened later on in the week. Camp, which was a Group A and a Group B balanced between NHLers and AHLers, has now shifted to one group that's pretty much you're going to be your NHL group and a group of, of AHL players. Surprise, not really surprise names, but names in the NHL group that uh, I might not have been expecting. Mike McLeod and Igor Sharangovich – uh, two guys who were on the bubble, but have made that uh, list of top 12 in those practices could be just because he sure is out and Brad's not signed, which brings me to the third big topic this week, just for Brad is not signed yet. And obviously now at this point, even if they sign him, he's not going to be ready for the start of the season for Elliot Friedman today. There is a bit of a gap between the team and the player. I am only assuming that that boils down to there's a gap in terms of the years each wants because the market pretty much has set the price with uh, Dylan Strom signing in Chicago. He either one of them wants to go long-term and the other wants to go short-term or Jesper's getting some bad information from his agent and expecting to get a contract higher than you know what the market says he's gonna he should get.
1: I mean, look, he's a player. He should be getting trying to get as much as he possibly can and kudos to his agent for trying that. But at some point, get to camp. Get to camp and, you know, get in there and get ready for the season.
3: And that's why the phrase bit of a gap makes me think it's more on the term of the contract than the dollars of the contract, because really how far off he's going to be in that three to three, five range. If he thinks he's going to get, you know, three, seven, five, four, then he's getting bad information from the agent.
1: Yeah, but he'd be. Done, he, I don't think he'd want to sign anything longer than maybe a, a a two to four year deal. I don't think he'd want to sign a six year deal. I mean, I understand the longevity of that, but you know, at the end of that six year deal, you're three seven five when the market might be saying you're an eight yeah. million dollar guy.
3: Well, no, maybe the team is pushing for a six year deal though, uh, and to, he wants to, a to lock him deal. in long term. Yeah. yeah, especially since they have Heischer locked up for the, that same amount of time as well.
1: I also had on uh, Binghamton on the on the list for the Devils this week. What that, that they're gonna was... be playing their games in Jersey. Yeah, I, I really I like that a lot. I I I would love
3: it if, you know, we mentioned this in text. I would love it if they move the club down here permanently. You know, I'd feel bad for Binghamton that you know they've had minor league hockey there for a very long time. I'd feel bad for them losing the team, but I would love to see the team relocate to Central Jersey, maybe a Bridgewater, maybe New Brunswick, you know, somewhere close to two eighty seven the turnpike.
2: Yeah. I think we talked about it. New Brunswick could be I think the best place. You got yeah. the a quick train rider right up to Newark. It's a right pretty off at eighteen,
3: easy... right off of two eighty seven, right off the one turnpike pretty close.
2: Easy to get into. I mean it's a shit show of a place to drive around in, but I mean it's it, so is Newark. Yeah. You know, it's not much not much worse. I mean, um but uh that's not the way most people are coming in. They're they're coming in. On that mass lot...
3: transit, yeah.
2: Yeah, a lot of people are, and that's that's nice, you know. And then I think just helps being close to, to the big club. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I mean the Isles, Isles at Bridgeport, which isn't that bad, Connecticut to, to Long Island. But it's honestly like something like that makes it super easy. Like you're just like, yeah, just throw them on the, <laughs> throw them in the bag, throw them in the bag, and yeah. the train, train ride, and they're over there, right?
3: One of the one of the B reporters joked that uh, in the AHL this year they're not going to be call ups, they're going to be walkovers because all they got to do is walk over <laughs> from one locker room to the other.
1: I, look, it's it's super convenient, super convenient. Um, you know
3: what they you think? They, they got to get housing own. for those guys.
1: You think they got to set I,
3: them up for at least the short term?
1: Yeah, because they were in the N- Well, NHL, HL, very different. I I get that. Um, but they were going to do that if the Canadian teams couldn't play in Canada and were forced to come to the U.S. and play, they would have given them a per diem, room and board, all that stuff. Yeah. So I would assume if they're moving the entire team from where they would play into a different state, I would assume something. Cause like I
3: that. mean, I could be a billet family for one of the players if they need it.
0: No, you would. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's
1: also a lot of talk around, you know, even the NHL, they had the, uh, the divisions now are now sponsored. Uh, by a particular company. We have Honda. We have uh, mass mutuals now for the East. And there was a lot of hubbub, especially about, Oh, they're doing it on the helmets. They're doing it on the divisions. Now. Well, it's not just the only division that did it today. Major league baseball also did that today. And two, this is a different kind of year, man. They, the NHL has got to make as much money as they possibly can. And in a year like this, make as, make as much money as you can to, to offset a lot of the uh, the costs and a lot of the, the money that you're losing uh, because of no revenue no 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 play, no fans in the stands no nothing make as much money as you can next year we'll get into that discussion
3: not that i care about either but this one bothers me way less than the helmet thing because i'm never going to refer to it as the mass mutual east division
4: Never.
1: could you imagine yeah. if we kept this the metro the the, the metro podcast we would have to say sponsored by the mass Mutual Metro Podcast. <laughs> I'm not against this.
0: Terrible. I'm not against having the sponsors like this, but I mean Mass Mutual it, it does bother me because Mass holes and and I don't want to be associated with Massachusetts in any way. And I, I just think I'm fine with sponsors, but don't we have standards? Was Pornhub not available? <laughs> let's let's reach out and, and see if something reputable could, could sponsor us here. Come on.
1: Well, it's it's the beginning of the show brought to you by Bose, right? Because you have to rhyme and everything. So I'm just arbitrarily tra- arbitrarily saying sponsors in hopes that one day one will listen and send us free stuff. So if Pornhub decides to send us free stuff, man, that would be awesome.
2: I'm I'm all in for that one. I mean, honestly, who cares? They, once they changed the names from uh, Patrick Division, Smite Division, Adams and Norris, so we lost all the all of the personality about it, and now it's just it's been the same shit every year. So. Yeah. doesn't Here's fucking there. matter. Let them just let them, let them sell everything. Everything that's not on like that matters. So they'll sell the seats. Individual so I'm gonna, seats.
3: I'm going to throw myself under the bus a oh. little bit here. I came aboard as a hockey fan right around that time of the conversion from the Patrick Division and the Smite Division to to just geographically. I I don't even know which is which.
2: Oh, which okay. one was which one?
3: Yeah. Like I know the I know the Patrick Division was the Devils because they used to have yeah. the banner that said Patrick Division Champions. But that's the only one I know.
0: So twenty-one teams back then, or or did we have a couple expansion teams around, maybe the Senators or something? I'm trying to. No, I don't. I, th- I think as soon as the expansion teams came in, I think they changed. The they switched the geography. And,
3: yeah. So what yeah, was it, Patrick's was the, Patrick Division, Patrick, Light Division.
1: The Norris, was, yeah, and the Norris Campbell. and Adams. Now, the, Campbell was a, was a the Campbell was a conference. Campbell was a
3: conference. Yeah. It? So the, Clarence Campbell was so the, the, the Norris African. and the Adams was the West.
1: Yeah,
0: essentially. And that's well, why they still the get West. the Campbell Trophy. Well, the,
1: Nor- the Norris was the, yes. like, the upper Midwest.
0: It wasn't even yes. the Smythe was. Okay. Now I'm starting to forget what the Smythe was.
2: <laughs> it's not like, yeah, I don't know, it's not, it weren't the, divisionally like that way, I guess, because it's, look. At, I'm looking at right now, Norris division, for instance, the Montreal Canadiens, the Los Angeles Kings, Penguins, Hartford Whalers, and Detroit. You're all over the map there. Oh, I mean, okay, yeah. So you it's more like
3: American League, National
0: League, and baseball. I don't think yeah. that's accurate, though. I don't think there was ever a division that had those teams
2: in it, but... That was... Uh, that's just, this is 1980, 81. That's what I'm looking up. So unless... No, 80, unless this is reference... I mean, we, I don't know. That's back this reference, yeah. Probably, yeah. This is way back. So if we look back into... Let's do 90... 1990, probably 9, that, 1990. Probably 1990. 90. 90 is... Uh, at, okay. Yeah, they, they definitely Adams. did redo it. Yeah, it was back. So the Patrick Division in 1990 was the Rangers, Devils, Caps, Isles, Penguins, Flyers.
0: Yeah, that's the classic that
2: Patrick Division. The that I classic, remember. yeah, yeah. So I guess they, it's been. I hadn't. I, I went too far back. Apparently, <laughs> back before they were. It made and sense. And the Patrick Division uh, was
0: the most challenging because four teams made the playoffs out of six. Everybody else had five teams.
2: Oh wow, that's right. So a lot
1: so, of hubbub about you know sponsorships and stuff like that. But look, if they if they even went as far as putting uh, sponsorships on the sweaters this year, I would understand. Because look, it's it's they, they have to make up the revenue that they're losing. I get it. But next year, next year's a different story. When things get back to normal, I, I don't think we should have divisions sponsored by anybody because I really don't understand it first off. Like where or, are they gonna where are they gonna put the are they gonna they're gonna advertise this on, on NBC sports? I mean, what are they gonna do? Where are they gonna advertise the division names?
3: I think anytime Nike Send Me Stuff you see the divisions reference Nike send me stuff, you're gonna see these Nike sent me stuff, Mass Mutual, and all these other. I love, other Nike I love me your stuff subliminal stuff. messaging you
1: got going <laughs> yeah, on here. Real it's, it's it's real subtle, real real subtle. So I subtle. mean, you it's really no, tough think, to pick up.
3: But I think no, I think whenever you see the the divisions referenced on screen on an NBCSN or or NHL network, you're going to see those sponsorships listed on the screen.
1: Is that right? Is but it, again, so it's. It's so going to just Wednesday- pass over our heads. Right. Okay. But but Wednesday Night Rivalry, isn't that typically sponsored by somebody? Bridgestone or something like that?
2: Well, think of this way. So, right. you, so you the have- Wednesday Night
1: Rivalry game is sponsored by Bridgestone, bringing you – Featuring the, the, teams
3: from the Mass Mutual Metro uh, Northeast Division. <sighs>
1: hey, TV guys, good luck with that. I'm, I'm glad we do a yeah. podcast, and we're not sponsored by anybody yet. 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 Yeah. We're, we're open to it. Just letting you – just own that out into the there world if anybody wants to like
2: this this is a good part. uh your... <laughs> steve was this your third uh point today that was it yeah is... okay yeah. that's a really good long one i liked it Thanks. i'm not sure we went off rails there but <laughs>
1: uh i i don't i don't i don't know where how we went off on that tangent uh over... it was you, it, it, <laughs> you. It probably it, it probably was that it cuts into
3: was. the rangers review so why don't yeah. you <laughs> well, eat up the rest like, of it, your three minutes
1: the, it is not much really happened this week. Everybody reported to, to camp as they were supposed to. We have no holdouts. <laughs> um, the only the only three people are, are day-to-day with unknown things. Maybe they uh, needed to quarantine a little extra time. But Mika Zibanejad, the Kool-Aid guy, and Keith Kincaid, and Justin Richards, they're all listed as day-to-day. They haven't participated in anything yet. Uh, they did take their, phys- I don't even know if they took their physicals and stuff yet. So I'm assuming that they have still have a couple of days of quarantine left because they're not announcing that in training camp, but that's just speculation. And last thing that's going uh, that's going on, and I'll talk about other things when we get to the training camp section, but Hartford might be uh, another team that's looking, the uh, Wolfpack, the Rangers AHL affiliate, uh, might be looking for a place to play. The uh, XL Center, between the CDC guidelines and, and no revenues and owned by the state, they don't really want to open the doors and, and light it up unless the Rangers want to fit the bill for it. So there are alternate locations that Hartford could play in Connecticut, but would love it if they played at MSG this year. I mean, that would be that would be perfect. It would really would be. And the only thing is one, thing,
3: one sheet of ice at MSG.
1: Yeah, no, I understand that. But they would, I mean, between basketball and hockey and the, you know, the off days, they would they would play. But I, I don't know if they could fit that in because uh, unlike the Prudential Center, MSG hosts basketball as well. So I don't know if they can possibly fit that
3: in. And dollar for dollar, it's probably a lot cheaper to run that hockey house rink at Prudential Center, than it would be to open up all of MSG. Yeah, I'm sure no. So once you open up all of MSG, you're talking about a significant number of security that's got to come in.
1: Yeah, and you know, and and that's and that's the problem. And but they were saying even the practice facility in Hartford, or even some uh, as as you mentioned an an ice house. I know that that's what it's called in in uh, in at Prudential Center. But there is a practice another facility up in Hartford that they where
3: do they at, practice? Like, where do the Rangers practice? Rangers
1: You're still practice in um, not Terrytown in um, Rye. No, no, no. I moved from Rye a while ago. I can't think of the name for fucking. I mean, would it know, make sense right to use second. their
3: practice facility as I, the I AHL mean,
1: facility? It's still a couple hours away from Hartford. Um, I don't know if it would make sense to to do that or not. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens in 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 the coming weeks. But another thing to that point is that the OHL, CHL, if they don't play this year, they're going to allow those kids who would play in those leagues to go to AHL teams next year. We could have some really awesome AHL games next year uh with some of the young talent that's on that would be on those AHL clubs. So that again very very exciting. I would I would definitely watch Hartford for Pack games, well if I could. I mean.
3: Yeah, no, I, they have a like, they have a TV service. Like. They have a TV service.
1: But I I don't get it.
3: 25 well no, it's $25 a month games online.
1: Is it, is that for the you entire the, AHL? The that that's for AHL? Yep, the entire league. Wow. I yeah. I didn't know that. Twenty five bucks a month. Nice. Is that? Oh, you gotta send, just send, send a link around, will you please? Because that that seems that seems right very on top worth of that, it. Rose.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it, look, it, it just seems very worth it. I would love to watch you know AHL games with guys who are supposed to be in in juniors and yeah and stuff like that. That would be that would be incredible. It would certainly change the decision about taxi squads and stuff like that for sure. Well,
2: maybe. I mean, it depends how much you you no. enjoy watching AHL games. Some of them are not great games. And depends I'd still so rather have hard.
3: those kids play it playing every night at the AHL instead of just practicing with Taxi. the big.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I I get it. I get I get all that. I get it.
2: By the way, the uh, Prudential Center hosts basketball. They host the the Seton Hall Pirates.
3: It's Seton Hall, but it's you know it's only like fifteen games a year. But this year, it's 41. probably it's, it's probably
2: a six it's probably hey, less plug than that, my right I'm gonna plug my my college come on but
1: but it's probably less than that this year right they're not playing 15 home games uh because they no, they I just started in either. january they just started in january the the tournament they said is going to be held in indiana this year's in march
3: in a bubble so right? i
1: don't think that they're playing they're not playing a full schedule they're, they're yeah and well i don't recall i think the for the 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 preliminary games, the opening games, are not going to be in a bubble. But at, I, I, don't know. I, I'm, I would I, assume I, once I'm, they I'm get down to sixteen. I don't know. Like. I would assume. I, I think even less. Maybe,
3: maybe that than those that. first four days, maybe you can't do it because it's just too many games. You got you know thirty-two games and then another sixteen.
1: Maybe they feel they can do sixteen.
3: Yeah. You got twelve.
2: Yeah. Twelve, 12 games scheduled. Twelve scheduled ones at Walsh. So only eleven looks like. In Peru. One was canceled uh, in November. So it's ten. Taylor. So ten total. And um. So ten. The, All right. At the Peru. You know, then, we call then, it the
3: Rock, not the Peru. It's called the Rock or the Cotton Club. It's uh, called
1: Billy.
0: the Rock.
1: Billy Pittsburgh. <laughs> what, what 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 happened in your weekend review? You guys signed somebody.
0: Yeah. So and I'm understanding that we're doing training camp in another round. Of this? Yes. Yeah yeah yeah,
1: okay. yeah. 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 So yeah. So the news, news about then about the out
0: team. of uh, with Penguins is that they signed John Marino uh Second-year defenseman out of Harvard to a uh, to a contract extension, so six uh, more years, uh, a- average annual uh, value of uh, four point four million dollars, which kicks in after this season. So uh, they don't need to figure out how to actually afford him until next off season, where they're going to slip him in under the cap and who's going to move to to do that or, or what have you. But yeah, they they're excited about this kid. They they know he's a top four defenseman already. Really, you know. If he evolves even to even uh, higher heights uh, during this contract, then then he'll be a value uh, by the end of it. But uh, they know that they think they've got a, a, a at least a top four uh, for the next uh, seven seasons.
1: Structure wise, is a beautiful looking contract. And in, in middle of that contract, he's making the peak. He's making like six million dollars, and then it goes down. But great contract. Yeah, good player, great contract. Hopefully, yeah.
3: Reminds me a lot of, of the Severson deal. Severson's deal annual value is lower, but the fact that you're getting him through his, you know, peak years at a very reasonable price reminds me a lot of that, of the
0: Severson deal.
1: Is that good it? point? Thanks guys. Is, Appreciate is, it. Is, is there no more penguins news? Is that it? Everybody reports the camp. Is anybody holding out? Is anybody?
0: Well, we, well, uh, Kasperi Kapanen is, uh, is being, uh, held overseas, uh, has not been able to make arrangements to get over to the United States yet. Um, Does he have so, a problem with his va- mastercard or something? Or uh, Maybe his, maybe his diner's club. Yeah. So he's, uh, so he's definitely, they know he's going to miss uh, the, the season opener uh, because even when he uh, gets those issues cleared up and can get over to the States, he's got to, he's got to quarantine seven days or or something similar like that. And then, so they know that he's going to miss uh, opening day. Um how far, how long after that, we, we don't know yet, but, um, and, and will he need to, to some time in, in camp, in practices to, to sync up with these guys? He's a new player on team, obviously. So um, I don't know how soon he'll get into the lineup uh, based on that. And, and, you know, in the shortened season uh, where we're playing like two thirds of a normal NHL schedule, you know, uh, if he misses two games, it's like uh, missing three. If he's missing four games, it's like missing six. I, I know you're, I know you're loving my math right now is going to miss uh, yeah. all the preseason games. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, no preseason games for him. Uh, yeah, uh, pretty brutal. So, yeah, it's just a wait and see when he's going to come over. Uh, and until then, uh, Crosby and Gensel are going to have to find another first-line line beat. Line but we'll talk about that more <laughs> when we talk about camp. I, I, th- is, I think they'll be just fine. The only other thing is, I know, you know, you were talking about the the AHL affiliates of the Devils and the uh, Rangers. And, and uh, unfortunately, Pittsburgh has found that they're in a similar situation, so... Uh, Wilkes-Barre, uh, may not operate this, uh, this season, but, uh, they're thinking. I thought they, they were in Scranton. Scranton. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Jerk. Oh,
1: I good. Forgot I thought... I finish. No, no. I thought they were going to be in Scranton anyway. So it's, that's perfect. That works out well. Good. I could step on jokes just as much as anybody else. Screw you oh, guys. Yeah. No,
3: you're way better at it than anybody else.
1: <laughs> I was top notch <laughs> stepping on jokage, but daddy says I'm the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And that brings us to the New York Islanders. Boy, oh boy! Why can't Barzell just go to camp? Why can't he just sign? I thought you—I thought you said that. Oh, uh, you know, he and that other schmuck that signed. I'm only kidding. Um, (laughs) The other guy that's—you know—I thought they were working on a deal that they were going to take less money to come and play because of the team and all that stuff. What happened to that?
2: Uh, I think that's not that far off. I think it's going to be oh, shit. around the number of years, probably. Or it's they've probably either talked. I think what's happening is they're talking probably like a three year deal, probably, most likely. I mean, that makes the most sense for him is to sign a short term deal so he can sign a bigger deal in a few years. I don't think they're working on a longer one, unless the the, the, the discussions around some sort of weird Lou deal, like, you know, where he signs them for like six, seven years and some bizarro, you know, all the money front or the back end or whatever he wants to do. Um, try to circumvent the cap somehow. who knows? Uh, my feeling though is not that. I think it's just that he's they're working on some short shorter term deal and they're probably looking for a lower amount. Maybe it's six, S- somebody seven reported a year. somebody reported
1: on Twitter that they're close to signing any a deal between three and six years and six and nine million dollars. I said, wow, yeah, <laughs> Wow, that really sure. narrows it down there. What a schmuck. Ballpark. I should have I should have I should tagged you on that tweet because it made me laugh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think um, comparables, he's probably. We had, there was somebody else that was assigned. Um, was it Columbus signed? Uh, Pierre yeah, Dubois. 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 If I remember correctly, I was looking at his numbers and I think he had like, he's like a 60 point guy. And uh, I think he sounded like around 5 mil. And so maybe they're looking at that as comparable, something around, you know, step up to 80 points. What does that get you? 7 million, 8 million? I mean, I think we talked about originally it was around 8 million. I was thinking, I was saying. Yeah, yeah um, it's about the Ajo. that's about the Ajo deal. So maybe they're maybe lose trying to get to seven. Who knows? Uh, it it it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be too long to hold out. To be honest, they're a tight group, and he's there. He's not like somewhere else. Like he's on the island. He's ready to go. He's waiting for them to hammer out the deal. And, yeah, he reported that first you know,
1: day, right? Took his physical, all that, all that other stuff, right? I wonder he's if all, he is.
3: Yeah. Is there anything such any such thing as pre-quarantining? Like, could he be quarantining this whole time so that when the contract gets done, he can just jump on the ice the next day?
2: Oh, uh, he's ready. I think, yeah, he, already yeah. I I think yeah, he already did they, that. I think he did. did that. He doesn't have to wait for anything. It's not uh-huh. like he he signs and he's got to wait 14 days. He's been on the island. He's done all that stuff, and they're ready, like they're just waiting to get that signed. So hopefully, we get good news next day or two i mean, I thought today i thought it was going to be today i was hoping this morning I'd wake up and be like all right they figured it out because uh when we get to the camp stuff i'll talk about a little bit why i think that was in my opinion why that's the case anyway so obviously barzy hasn't signed yet um he's the most notable player that signed uh in terms of signing uh we did sign uh Corey schneider who's going to be our taxi goalie uh andy green who's going to be our our five six pairing defenseman and um overall did leadership kind of did guy. their
1: deals did
2: their deals get announced their deals are a Lou, Lou, Lou
1: guaranteed it, but nobody knows no, what, no, the, no. what the <laughs> money is and the terms and everything <laughs> yeah. else like that.
2: Yeah. So the terms weren't disclosed for Schneider and green that I've seen. Um, I could have missed it, but I didn't see anything yet. And then even, um, the third guy, Timashov, uh, was, there were some reports that we were out that he was signed, but then it wasn't. So I don't know. what's like, it's, I don't believe it all until I see that. Like they actually give the numbers. I don't understand that whole thing, how they could be like, they're signed. Yet the numbers aren't there. I mean, that's not how I understand how contracts work. (laughs) I may have a limited brain, but, you know, it's contracts seem to be that you have to sign something in paper and writing that has actual numbers on it. And you can't change them after. I I went to the car dealership.
1: I went to the car dealership last week and I just signed a deal. There was no numbers on it or anything else like that.
2: I don't think they have to make them public. I don't think there's a a car deal you signed, buddy. What did you you sign away? I was (laughs) only kidding. All right. Um but, anyway, but it's so, it's
1: of the same it's of the same thing, man. Yeah. you don't go into a car dealership and not sign a contract with no numbers on it. So I, I yeah, do agree with man. you that they did sign something with some sort of numbers on it, just like Matt Martin did today, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. So that I one think, had a it,
4: lot
3: of numbers on it, especially oh. right where it says years. Jesus Christ, yeah. what is he doing?
2: So I'll talk about Matty Martin. So I I get the the years were surprising to me as well. But in the, at the end of the day, I don't think it should have been that surprising for a couple of reasons. One, aside from Lou liking Mar- Matt, he, if you guys recall, Lou signed him to a four-year deal previously in Toronto for 2.5. Uh, that was when he signed him away from the Isles. We trade traded back for him. Uh, I was very happy to see him come back because I he's a fan favorite. He's an awesome player, awesome dude. And so... Of course, he signed for another four year deal. So basically, make sure he doesn't go anywhere. I think this is really the reason 1.5 is not a killer amount for a fourth line guy. I think. It's not something that's, like, they can bury him if they had to in the last year or two's deal, if it was a really the case. But uh, it, it makes it, it's hard to swallow right now when you haven't signed Barzi and there's, like, cap, they're going to be up against the cap, you know, ceiling. Uh, so it doesn't make a lot of sense right now. I think it's going to be interesting, too, with a lot of RFAs coming up next couple of years. They got There's going to be some moves out have to be made after this year, for sure. Like, this is not a sustainable model. I'll have to make moves next year, just like the, the, the Tampa Bay Lightning are difference is it, it won't be as fun because if we don't win a cup this year because you know T- Tampa made some moves they didn't look too much worse off honestly they're just they're, they look okay but they want a cup so I mean you know as a trade-off with that said Matt uh is us uh, so on the aisles they have a, a fan award uh Bobby Nystrom award which is essentially a, a fan voted award for like the player that kind of uh, I guess you know uh resembles but has the best attributes of a Bobby Nation type of person, like community player, you know, somebody that goes in the community, fan favorite, um, you know, leadership, all these things that are like really intangible. Stephen McDonald, Matt, extra effort award. Yeah, that's right. So, so Matt, Matt's won it six times, I think. Other than Matt, he uh, won it
3: one year when he was in Toronto. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he actually didn't win it the years he wasn't here. He won it from oh. twelve to to 16, and then uh, Anders Lee won it, and then Casey Zekas won two years in a row, and then Matt won it again. Where I, was, where I was going with this is that the only person that won it more than twice was Claude the Point in the early 90s to 2000. He won three times. But Matt's a, like, he's a huge leadership community guy, yeah. fan favorite, and they're rewarding him, I feel like. And that makes a lot of sense. He's also had um, he's one of the, I was looking it up and since they've been recording, I don't think they've recorded hits forever, I think this is like a more of a I don't know when they started doing this recording uh, the hits as a statistic a statistic but Matt has four of the five most hits in the season he's also I think number 3 or 4 he's four all time since again since they've been recording I think it, it's early 2000s you know, I think yeah it's it, it wouldn't be the same if they had like you know the yeah. 70s and 60s 80s you know those numbers would probably be tops but Regardless, he's he's got he's a guy that will have over three thousand hits in his career. He's he's done everything, and I think it. Three hits—that's
3: Hall of Fame. That's a Hall of Fame number.
2: Uh, hall of Fame, right? <laughs> if he hits five hundred <laughs> home runs,
3: that would really yes. There you go. Solidify. There you
2: go. So anyway, I, I think it's 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 gonna be it's interesting. I I like Martin. I think the last two years that deal are gonna be. Rough, probably, but he's there to to lead, right? He's not there to um. Like he, he's, was, only, he's
1: only only thirty one. I thought he was older than that. Yeah. Uh, so it's not it's not terrible.
2: It's not well. Again, it, players, uh, NHL players, especially guys yeah. like in the, his t- style player, they kind of fall off after you know yeah, around thirty two. It's not a
3: gradual decline.
2: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We've seen it a lot of times. I don't. I don't think it's going to be pretty. But hey, if he can stay in shape. And just maybe he goes vegan or some shit, and just like you know, is has a renewed uh, skating ability and plays well, and his, his body holds up. Um, but his body certainly held up better than say like uh, Clutterbuck, who is perpetually injured. Lou will yeah. find
3: some doctor to give him some uh, I- injury to put him on long term IR for the last two
2: years of that deal. Probably right, and so I think the cap hit from that. Uh, I was reading it might not be like that may be very variable. So like majority of the, the contract will be easily thrown, you know, buried and the, the amount of cap. hit will be very low. Um, but I don't know. I'm not like a cap guy. So I haven't gone d- dug into that. I had no time to do that today, unfortunately, as much as I wanted to.
3: So, One five, yeah. even if they buy him out, it's only 750,000 a year. That's, that's nothing.
2: It's not, it's, it's no, yeah. it, it,
1: but it, but it's still negative it's things. On your, a, a cap hit, yeah. but I, Cap friendly doesn't even have doesn't even have that contract listed yet, so I guess it's yeah, not official. Okay but at least we got Maybe, a number on him. They're usually like a day. Tom, thank you night, for the air
0: quotes on the radio. Oh yeah, no, no, that's, that's what I do. That. <laughs> that that's what I do.
2: <laughs> and then I want to one one last thing. I, I should I remembered while we were talking about it, but it was kind of too late. So the Isles announced their own little scheme to make money, which our teams probably will follow. Is it a Ponzi uh, or, scheme
1: like the Mets did?
2: Um, not. It's not in a New Jersey, Jersey. I know that. <laughs> no uh you... <laughs> They're coming out coming... with a
1: third jersey this year, and they're bringing back the Gordon's Fisherman.
2: <laughs> yeah, you can buy your own cardboard cutout of yourself for seventy-five dollars for the whole, like I guess for the season, it goes in your your seat if you're a season ticket holder, and then eighty-five dollars for general admission. So basically, you take a picture of yourself, and and they'll create a cutout for you, put it into the stands, and it's there, I guess, the whole season. And then you get back at the end of the season when you if you want it or not, I guess. I was like, that's pretty interesting. And it will definitely sell a lot of a lot yeah. of those. People will be like, oh, I want to be in there, you know. Less than so... four hundred bucks
0: for your whole family, Nick. I know you're doing
2: it. <laughs>
1: but yeah, he's I gonna have a that. he's gonna have a Hartford Whaler hat on, though.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll need to do it with a shirt, <laughs> uh a friends and Rivals shirt. I'll have to put it on. Oh, right?
1: oh that would be awesome.
2: We yeah. should all I'll, do I'll that. That's free the, advertising. I'll have well, to see what the picture looks like. If the picture is a uh like upper body, then maybe we'll have to make that happen. We'll see. What do you or what if, do you think? that
1: it's gonna be the lower body?
2: Yeah, just, just, just going to put
0: someone's fucking waist and legs.
2: Oh look, honey, the there's seat. my feet. There's look, my feet. There's Those my, are mine.
0: There's my penis. There it is, right there. You see it's it? Because we were going to have that friends and rivals underwear.
2: <laughs> well, I'm not sure they didn't like friends and rivals. Know, the like, boxer short. They might just take. They might just take headshots. Usually, and then put them it's on, like, like bodies with like, Usually, it's like
3: mid torso up. Well, no, like, I want mid torso. I want mid torso down.
1: I want mid torso down. That's it. Get on that. There we go.
2: Good lord! Uh, I like how Tom has completely cracked himself up on his own joke.
1: <laughs> that's a good one. God damn! God damn, that's funny. Well, all right.
0: The problem is, he knows oh, it, so we're gonna hear that joke again like yeah, six more times yeah, yeah. before the end of the
1: show. A, that's a guarantee. <laughs> oh goddamn! If you if, if if you do find <laughs> us distracted, uh, we are recording. During the first period of the World Junior Gold Medal game between U.S. and Canada, so if you hear screams or grunts or someone slamming a desk, <laughs> you understand why. Screams or
2: grunts? You're well, not watching the uh, fucking hockey game. Yeah, really. What?
1: Well, no, no. Bill, I, I
0: figured Billy would be on Pornhub.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It makes a lot more sense.
0: Well, I don't get NHL Network, so I, I have to make do. <laughs>
2: yeah there's no so, uh, there's no stream on pornhub right now they locked down those streams
1: no no don't listen to them bill they didn't um <laughs> i knew so, <laughs> so that that should transition us into into training camps nick you you're um you're still going with the islanders so why don't you talk a little bit about the islanders training camp as far um impressions what what's been going on
2: yeah. So, um, so I wanted, to, I was mentioning earlier when I started, was that, um, with Barzey not not originally, I thought he would sign me pretty soon because the team is really looking, they're in the contention mode, obviously coming off of a loss in game six of the Eastern conference, Eastern conference finals to the eventual winner. You know, you're not, and, and we have almost the entire team coming back minus a couple key cogs on defense and um, Barzell. And bars out the moment temporarily. Um, yeah, you know, I figured he would sign pretty quickly, but even though he hasn't, the it didn't change anything with to the camp um, because essentially uh, a lot of the rhetoric that's come out of camp from from the players and from uh, from coach has been basically that you know this is they just did this in the bubble you know um, it's not very different a little bit obviously uh, in the sense that like before they were in the bubble they didn't have to do wait, it. wait it, it I, was... I
1: don't mean I don't mean to stop your train of thought here but you said they're coming back with the, basically the same lineup I don't understand how you could say that. I don't know how you Why? could say that. Why that? Because Why? They're, he said they're minus missing. some key. He
3: said minus some key key players.
1: Okay, two defense. Two defense. All
3: right. I mean, it helps yeah. if you listen. If you're going to jump on the guy, it yeah. helps Again, if he, I will, you at least was, listen to what he said.
1: I, it, there's a commercial <laughs> break right now. I'll be less distracted. <laughs>
2: Sorry. So minus, minus two key cogs, I said. Um, so anyway, um, anyway, the, the point is that the, the rhetoric has been, the, this is very similar to last time with with. um, they're kind of used to the, the shorts, the short start. Everybody came into camp pretty much ready to go. No issues with anybody on the, on the physical side. Everyone's ready, ready to basically play. I think it has to do with like the short turnaround time from, they didn't have a lot of time to sit around and just, you know, go play golf. They basically healed up and then went right back to it. And, uh, the other big piece is that everyone's kind of healthy. Everyone's really healthy. Biggest thing I was like, was reading from um, a couple of things were uh, Casey Zekas had a detached retina in the playoffs. That's why he was out. Um, for it kind of went out out of nowhere i think it was reported back in the playoffs but um confirmed it uh in this um in the camp and then um but it's all healed up he's all better uh same with uh clutterbuck is had a really nasty uh wrist Uh, and nerve nerve damage right nerve damage right yeah he he still he said it's 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 still numb in some i guess some of the fingers but he's he there's numbness i should say i don't know it's hard i guess it depends on Wear in your fingers it takes a while i gotta for tell you come back to normal i had i had sciatica issues
1: in my back yeah. and my yeah. left pinky toe went numb for four months yeah it was i mean it's a pinky toe You're, you really don't need yeah. it but it was just the strangest feeling in the world even when you run when you jump when you do anything right. you kind of like are expecting that appendage that's still attached to have feeling in it and it doesn't and it's just a very weird thing so not I mean I could sympathize with him not that I know what he's going through cuz he plays professional hockey and I'm just you know, scrubbed <laughs> from New Jersey.
3: You're just running and jumping around the house apparently. Right.
1: Just running and jumping. that I mean that's about it.
2: <laughs> yeah. So um anyway uh he said that he's he's he, he was having trouble with it before I guess um but it's, at this point he's like he's used to it he's able to he he didn't have all the strength back I guess now at this point he's got enough strength where he's not like he has the numbness still but it's like it's uh it's manageable you play uh without i guess it being a problem uh or distracting but at the same time he said he said the they feel like it's gonna based on his prognosis or the progress it should hopefully get full feeling back um uh, but other than that everyone seems to be pretty healthy uh, adam pellick who went who was our top the D, D man who went out at the end of the playoffs uh, last game he's healthy back to normal he played what was it a uh, Jesus. I forget the injury he had. Um, but, uh, he basically played 32 minutes in the double overtime, uh, game and, uh, was playing on like a, what was it? Broken something. I forget top of my head, but, uh, one second even andrew Ladd. andrew lad's healthy too andrew Ladd. uh i don't know andrew Ladd. he might be healthy I, I don't think he's ever gonna be 100% healthy that guy <laughs> um they didn't talk about his uh, him at all so i'm gonna say maybe uh he had a anyway pelican oh shit it's the wrong thing whatever i'm an idiot i can't find it anyway so everyone's pretty much healthy they're important um they uh they, they, they did talk a bit about um couple of young kids is pushing for spots and the way that they they structured the camp is they put guy uh other old, the older guys with um with the kids and so the idea is to not to they're not doing lineups right now they know the lines the lines are essentially not really a big surprise the defensive pairs are pretty much already going to start the way that they've they, the, the top two the, the pelican pollock um mayfield and uh and Letty, and then um Green and, and Dobson. Maybe the the, 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 th- the three pairs. The top two lines are not going to change, assuming Barzal signs, uh, which he pretty much will. The fourth line is not going to change. It's only who's going to be on the third line. Essentially, they could make some moves between third and second line, but realistically, it's there's only two spots open. And the thought has been is probably going to be Komarov on one side to start the season with uh, maybe maybe Wallstrom on the other side, maybe. I felt Kiefer Bellows has a really good chance. Um, camp was talking – in the camp, they've been talking about him a little bit. That he's been looking pretty good. He looks is like this, he's hu- is, hungry. Is it make or break at this point for him? I don't think it's make or break because he's been, been making progress. You know, like he's not a guy that's like – like he's not like a like Josh saying didn't get invited to this camp he could have but they decided they said he wasn't going to be in contention because he doesn't play this I don't think they felt his attention to detail would would make it in a team like this like this is not a team that's you know in the bottom you know fifth yeah. of the of the team bottom like you know bottom half or bottom third of the of the league this is we're cup we're going for the cup. You have to come in day one, hundred percent ready to go. So if they're going to give a spot or two to young players, they have to be ready to go full attention. And they have to be doing all the things that they were supposed to be doing. And those guys, uh, you know, Wallstrom and, and um Bellas are just, they have to really play the system obviously and, and play smart defensively because Trotz has been talking all. Someone asked him, um, How are you afraid? Are you worried about miss, you know, not having goals or not getting enough goals? Are you you thinking about, you know, do you need need more guys to score goals for you guys or go get somebody? And he's like, I don't, I'm not worried about goals. I'm worried about winning games. And he's basically like, We just got to win games. He's like, And, you know, you can make the argument that yes, you can win games by goals, but defense wins championships and you win championships by winning games and it just goes hand in hand and to further that point matt martin had five goals in the regular season last year guess how many goals he had in the playoffs two five so close
3: five so close
2: five goals so he uh the point is those guys will make goals happen when they're battling and doing shit and it happens every year we see every time yeah always in playoffs third and fourth lines they're like they just come out of nowhere on the teams that that just go far because they they have a balanced attack and everyone's finding ways to get goals they're ugly goals but it happens everyone's good at that at that point i mean when and he was right watching tampa just dominate us like shift after shift after shift shift, shift. yeah it didn't matter who was on the ice they just were like so relentless and it was like they're gonna like it was just it was hard to like watch (laughs) be on the other side of it but the point is like they just they they knew how they were able to find ways to get puck on the net it didn't matter what they were doing they just they could, they, they were relentless. so um that's it as much as Camp it sucks swim.
3: to lose to them it is nice to see that firsthand you know to be the other team on the other guy uh, on the other side and go wow that's what it takes to win
2: yep yep um the only thing i was to say is home uh the one of the kids from sweden uh he was playing in the juniors uh, uh holmstrom he uh He's in quarantine right now. He came over back over fresh off the loss to Finland, and he's uh, waiting to, to be de-quarantined so he can get a little camp time in. He's not going to be there for very long. He's just going to be there for the, the experience and everything. And, and where's he um, going after that? I assume back to... Uh, back to Sweden? Probably back to Sweden. He could be playing the, in the bridge. I, I have to check his... I'm not sure of what his uh, status okay. is. He Because uh, he's... Uh, this is his second... Yeah, he was drafted last year. So this would make him... Um, so he might be just the at second that first year. year. Yeah, I always forget AHR how it works with the EU. Yeah, with like a the guys over from Europe. I know it's in you know, North America. It's like what second year or something like that. Third year, like they have two years of juniors. Yeah, and they can play. So it. you
1: know, yeah. it's it's funny you mention funny you mention that guy going and having to quarantine when he went back to the island. There are five guys that are playing in tonight's game. Um, six in total that are going to be on a charter flight to Southern California to go to the Kings and the Ducks uh, training camps tomorrow and they don't have to quarantine they because to, they're right out bubble of the right bubble, now. Right. And they're, um, they're getting a, pri- they're getting a private flight to Southern California. So they don't have to go into that quarantine like they would if they took a commercial flight. So hmm. um, very interesting. Uh, I saw on that. So if you want players to attend your camp, send a goddamn private yeah. plane for them. That'd be nice. Yeah. Really <laughs> how things going in, in penguin camp.
3: Cause any organization Lou Helms would definitely spring for a, a flight
0: across country. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Well,
1: but. I look if they're going to be important.
0: Right. So, so yeah, Penguins camp uh, began, and uh, um, as I mentioned before, uh, with Kapanen uh, not being able to attend camp, there's been a little bit of a switch around in the lines, and and uh, so the the Penguins are really going with the approach of as kind of like how Steve alluded to before with the Devils, like they're they really have their NHL group, and they're not NHL group, and however many guys they have in camp, it's they're really focusing they're the guys that they're projecting for the NHL team to be together all at the same time. Uh, Cause they don't want to waste any time uh, with, with, you know, getting the line combinations going together. So uh, Kapanen haven't been slated for that top line when they started camp. It was a uh, Crosby with Gensel and uh, Evan Rodriguez on the, the right wing. So Rodriguez was a uh, part of the deal that, Uh, was really, it really felt like Connor Sheary was the focal point of the deal last year with Buffalo that, uh, and he was kind of a a throw in with that, but they really liked what they saw from him. I I think he was uh, slated for, for third line action this season. Uh, But um, he's, he's the one getting the chance uh, over, you know, a veteran guy. Oh, over trying to shuffle things around and, and put like a Zucker with them when they're just going to move him over to Malkin's line later on, you know, they're, they're going to leave that intact. And, but they're not putting a, a McCann or a Janikowski uh, Jankowski on the line with them. They, they picked Rodriguez. And I think that that's a good opportunity for him um, and a, a, a compliment to, to the work he put in. He, when he came over last season, he got to the Penguins when the Penguins kind of started falling apart a little bit. And um, they, they, uh, he he performed pretty well uh, on a team that was kind of sinking, um, and and I think played well in, in their very short playoff uh, run too. So that so Rodriguez moving up to that line opened up another spot for uh, kid Drew O'Connor uh, who uh, came from the. Uh, you distracted me with your sign. Well, it's, <laughs> it's one nothing U.S. Okay, beautiful one play. nothing U.S. There, nice. Sorry, go ahead. You can um, resume that. So Drew O'Connor, uh, who is uh, undrafted uh out of uh dartmouth and as uh, a new jersey kid so we got some new jersey ties here uh hey. he uh he played for like the uh, the jersey avalanche which is a, a youth team that i i kind of despise but i won't get into that right now <laughs> um but uh yeah so he so he is was getting some fourth line action with the nhl group uh thanks to uh the, the dominoes falling into place with captain being out and uh, they really like him as well, and and I think they're, he's a big guy, and, and they're anticipating that that he could be a, a regular in, in seasons to come. So so he's getting that chance there. Other than that, you know, the, the line combinations are as we would expect. Second line, you've got Malkin with Rustin Zucker. Uh, third line's got McKinn, Jankowski, and Lafferty. Uh, Lafferty's another guy that, you know, really came on strong last season uh, that they're high on and, and ex- hoping that he can handle those third-line minutes. Uh, and then on the, well, what they're calling on the fourth line, I, I think the third and the fourth line could be a little bit interchangeable, but they've got Bluger with Tanev and O'Connor on the fourth line. They really like the Bluger and Tanev combination. They, they're really gritty, play well together, and, and uh looks like they'll they'll keep them intact uh, on whatever line they're, they're going to call that. Defensive pairings, uh, on the top defensive uh, pairing, you've got Dumoulin and Latang, as you would expect. Uh, Marino's uh, on the second line pairing with uh, Pedersen. Um, and then we've got the new guys, Matheson and, and Cece, um, on that third line defensive pairing with uh, their, at this point, the, their longtime uh, depth defensemen, uh, seventh and eighth defensemen mostly. You see uh, Ricola and uh, Chatterweedle. Um, they've been around, you know, through the cup seasons uh, playing that, playing mostly playing that reserve role. But I mean, the defenseman gets so beat up in this league so fast that they've had quite a bit of playing time. So uh, they're, they're kind of veterans uh, back there at, at seven and eight. Uh, and that's about it for Ben's camp.
3: Just to go back. And I know obviously you have limited uh, information to go on. If you had to put a percentage on Balkan's health, uh, if he was a hundred percent, you know, during his, during his peak of his career, what do you think he would be at now? Are they saying, you know, after all this layoff, he comes into camp and he's refreshed and he's got no
0: lingering issues and so what percent of the player that he was at yeah. his peak? Yeah, uh, not not so much like healthy. Not health percentage. wise, right? Yeah, I I think you know when when all physical things are are really going perfectly for for him, um, he could be ninety percent the player that he was uh, in in years past, like in his prime. But the thing about that is it, it, his his peak physical performance tends to be so short lived. So many things crop up. He he gets banged around and 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 he'll he'll play through it, but doesn't really play effectively. Like, and the physical, and while the physical attributes are there, it, it's really the mental breakdowns that that make him a little bit tough uh, sometimes uh, to, to to deal with out there.
1: You happy with those line combinations? Is there anything you'd you'd want to see from the fan perspective?
0: No, from the fan perspective, I think I think those are the lines. You know, with the personnel that they have, that that I would really uh, th- that's what I expected to see, and and that's what I think is going to be their most successful combinations. know for this season and things always pop up you know guys uh for instance Kapanen will he will he fit in well with with crosby and gensel they they got their own thing going on there the two of them Uh, and how's uh gonna gonna fit in there And, and so will that lead to them shuffling lines i mean there always tends to be some kind of shuffle after the after the start but i think these are the right ones to like right lines to go in with and um i i don't know how i feel about their chances overall but um but i think this is the best penguins team that they could Start
1: with right now. Yeah, and 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 look, I, I I think that they're they're either in the playoffs or they're out of the playoffs. I don't know if there's a gray area wow. with them. They're either going to have a great take oh, on that. No, no, they're they're that. they're not going to be those a, a team on the bubble. They're either going to be you know outside looking in the entire year, or they're just going to have they're just going to flat out be in that number two, three, and four seed the the entire year. So I to me anyway, over in Rangers camp, it's been a a, a pretty ho hum camp. Uh, a lot of things are, are happening that everybody expected. Tony D'Angelo moved to the left hand side. Um, the line combos, top the top nine are set in stone, right? Um, it's the bottom four that and, and where those top nine are, um, remains to be seen. They 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 certainly could be juggled. Right now they have so so they're Jerome. set in stone, but they could be completely changed. The the, the players themselves <laughs> are set in stone. They're not gonna none of those guys are moving down to the fourth line or even out of the lineup. So these guys are set in stone, whether they're on, you know, the guys on the third line or on the first line, it could happen. You know what set in stone means though, right? Yeah. The players themselves are set in stone. Okay. Yes. But what, where they are and who they're with, because look, it is Strom Panarin Kako, your first line, or is Zibanejad, Kreider Buchnevich your
2: first line? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's two, it, it's two lines, right? Two scoring lines. You don't really need a. you just, it's a matchup thing, right? You're, you're just going to match them up against the the team the team's opposite guys you want them to get a goal against. So, well, that
1: I mean,
3: that brings up an interesting a bad, question.
1: That presents a bad matchup problem for us. That others. brings
3: up an interesting question. And before you go any further, Tom, let me ask. Philosophy-wise, do the Rangers match up a number one line versus the opposition's number one line? Or do you match up some sort of a checking line against the other team's number one line?
1: You see, you, you could put the – see, I I, I – because I would match up that Zabinijad line, Zbigniew, Zbigniew, as, Kreider, as a match up Bucinevich against the other team's top line. Match up against the top line all year long. Yeah, and, and leave the Strom, Panarin, and Kako line, but as a as a second line. Yeah, but that that line can certainly change. You know, you could you could move Kreider to the right and put Buchnevich back to the third line, put Lafreniere on the second line. If if that happens, then that they become even more more formidable or more for formidable. Or have, but I don't know, I might, I'm losing my words right now. Lossing, formidable.
2: Lossing. <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: going to take a breath and start over. Still one, nothing. <laughs> it's a formidable lineup, no matter who you put on that third line. Um, so the guys there, the fourth line is really the questions um, and, and who's going to make it right now. I think it's going to be Howden with uh, Lemieux and Di Giuseppe with Rooney, Rooney uh, Blackwell and Barron uh, probably being taxi squad. Over on defense, you have more of uh more question marks, but I think the opening lineup it, defense is going to look D'Angelo, Truba, and you got uh Lindgren and Fox, and then you got Jack Johnson and uh Brandon Smith are going to be your 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 six defensemen on opening night for sure. Um, you
3: talk about D'Angelo switching sides, right?
1: Yeah, I but it's it, he hasn't been he's been fine on the left-hand side, you know, two, they've had two, uh, two camp days and two scrimmages and he's been just fine. They're going to have it's 2020s. 20s. Two...
0: We tolerate that.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, But I, I don't necessarily think that that is going to be a problem. Um, and look, you, you, your defense pairings, you want a guy who's more offensive and you got to want a defensive guy. You want, you want that balance on your, on your, on your pairs. Right. And, I think Truba gives a defensive purpose there to the de- D'Angelo's freedom for the offense. So balance wise, I think they're just fine. Jack Johnson scored the first goal of camp, by the way, which was a, uh, a big, uh, a big to do on Twitter.
0: In a preseason game,
1: not a preseason game, Bill. They're, I don't know if you've, if you've heard or not, they're not doing preseason games this year, Bill.
0: Well, why would um, they skip preseason games?
1: That's I, I don't know. Uh, Morgan Barron is making an impact today with Zabanajad's absence. They've they've kind of uh, had Howden and Barron kind of uh, rotate into Zabanajad's spot. According to the coach, Barron looked a lot better. Now, I say according to the coach because we don't have any live streams. We don't have – we have hardly any video that's being shown to the public. It's all media, and that's it. That are getting, you know, practice feeds that they show clips of and they're like 10 second clips. It's not like, hey, let me throw on the live stream for 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 the fans for you know 10 minutes. It's none of that. Not you only know, that, the- but
3: you mentioned media not even in
1: the building, right? Media, yeah. And 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 that's really why they're streaming us because media is not allowed in the practice facility at all. So it's just Coaches, players, that's it, that are in the building. Media is on their computers watching a, a, a Zoom stream. If they're streaming it to the media, why not stream it to everybody? And let us watch the practice. There are countless other teams that are doing that. See, we're going to get to the Devils in just a minute. They have a whole freaking TV section dedicated to the training camp. They broadcasted an entire game the other day. it, it, and, it and it really... Really chaps my ass that they're that they're not doing that. Way hey, settle down. That they're not letting the fans in and and watching and watching their team. I, I don't understand why Doug there's no. Doug shit list. Well, the Rangers are very close to being on the Doug Peterson shit list, and fuck the Flyers, fuck the Flyers, fuck the, flyers. Fuck fuck the Eagles, Eagles. <laughs> fuck the Eagles. God damn it.
3: Realistically, um, not Tom Harkness level.
1: Realistically. Uh, there is no other level then.
3: What's the what's the point output for Lafreniere to
1: this year? Uh 50, oh, wait. So 50, you know,
2: 56, 56 games. games. Uh I'd 25? say somewhere between
1: 25 and 30. I'm gonna say 40. 25 and 30 points. You say 40. 18. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was that, good. That that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Well, look, there's there's nothing there's nothing common about this season. I think we've documented that pretty well. Um so I, I don't know it, it's 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 a coin flip he's he hasn't he's done nothing to really stand out although he's done nothing really to stand out in the bad way or the good way no at,
3: at this point really um, that's what you want you you just want him to not fade into the black but not be noticed for doing something bad
1: right and from what everybody's saying that he's mature he's um uh, he's he's a he, he throws his body around. He's physically um, not afraid to go into the corners and muck and grind and hey, I
2: like all that stuff. That, that's See, that's all for me. What's the skating look like? Is he looking like he can uh, he can fly? I out don't there? know. I haven't
1: seen it yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit.
1: More importantly, I want to stream. God damn it. But they, have, they have
2: they have two. They
1: have two night. Scrimmages is what they're calling. And I'm gonna do it again, Bill. What they're calling their preseason games. For game those of quotes. you so, listening at
3: home, Tom has just done air quotes.
1: So I really, really hope that they broadcast or they televise those those 7 p.m. scrimmages um as their preseason games on MSG. Even if even if there's no announcers, just give me the goddamn feed. Especially if
0: there's no announcers. Well, yeah. Imagine. I, I, imagine look, I don't care if nobody's
1: talking. That? I don't. I don't care if it's on a small screen. I don't care if it's in a camera from. Friggin' 1984 that can just do film. Just give me something, something, not with the, the tweets that oh the players just took the ice and what the groups are today. And then all you get is two interviews and the coaches is take on, on the practice. That's all we get from the Rangers media. And I first day, did they do like from the, from no, from the teams themselves, not from the media, the media has been good. The guy in low hug carp has been great. Um, they've been doing their best to give us as much information as possible and give us as much video as they can. But this is on the Rangers, man. This is not on the media. This is on the Rangers organization. So first day you didn't get, more. you
3: didn't get a whole bunch of
1: interviews. They didn't interview every player. Nope. They interviewed, there was uh no, the second, the, the first day of camp, we got Kreider and Lafreniere and the coach today we got Panarin and Shesterkin through interpreters with the, and the coach that that's, it's really all all we've gotten. And uh, Gordon, for the Isles, Gordon right and somewhere. JD did a live stream right before camp opened, and and Quinn talked that that day too. So I, I we haven't gotten really anything. Yeah. Again, we have the same way Coach
2: bit. Trotz has been taking uh, longer calls, like fifteen minutes first day. Today was like twenty something minutes. I was just listening to it before we started. And then um, I didn't get to listen to the players yet uh, that they had today. They had like three on yesterday, I think it was. They were all a couple minutes each, a couple questions. Not a lot of information for even for Isles. But uh, honestly, I'm not that interested in watching the, the the camp pieces right now. It's all drills anyway for the Isles. It's not going to be really anything that interesting. Right.
1: Because you, look, you got an older team. You, yeah. No, you wouldn't.
2: Exactly. But on, on yeah.
1: a developmental team where I haven't seen Lafreniere skate. I, haven't, I yeah. want to watch Baron. I want to see these kids. I want to see how they handle themselves. I want to see it.
3: I think what we're really all concerned with is, did Jack Johnson's physical information get released? How many push-ups, sit-ups, chin-ups?
1: No, buddy. He, he is wearing number 27.
2: Except that for the number of donuts you can eat
1: in one sitting? <laughs> That's Steve's number. Um, and, and the captaincy issue. Uh, it doesn't sound like they're going to announce a captain this year.
0: Of course not.
1: Uh, look i i get those. it there i i honestly think they i and this is my opinion only i think they want to see what lafreniere is going to do this year and if he has a really really good rookie season they're giving him the captaincy no in year two in year two wow you,
2: when did, you think when, that kind of like leader on the team already yeah
1: when did when did sid get it sid got it year two didn't he yeah year two why didn't
2: caco get it into year year two
1: well Kako had a really had a rough start last year had a rough start
2: oh I don't think it matters about how he does. I think it's much more about it being a leader. And, well, I, mean, gets, it, I, I think so. You know,
1: but I, we'll I, I I agree with you. But I I just think they're waiting to give it to one of the younger kids as opposed to giving it to Zabana Jetter Kreider.
2: That's rare, though. That's rare. You get a guy like like a Crosby coming through, or you know, you, well, do you think a guy but like that's Chris
3: the Kreider is going to take good to take take to that? It's not his decision. It's the coach's decision. Yeah, but how do you
1: think he is going to
2: react to that? Being there so long, you mean? Yeah. I don't know.
1: If it were me, you want uh, it. I I don't know. I, I probably would have would be a little anim- I would have a little animosity in the beginning, but again, it's coach's decision, best thing for the team, all that stuff. I'm sure they're all going to say the right things and and it's not going to really affect them.
0: I think you're onto something though because it's been frankly it's been too long for them not to have a captain. This is stupid. So I, you're probably onto something that that they're hesitant to do because there's somebody who they're afraid they're going to step on somebody's toes that who's not going to react well to it. That's probably why.
3: I think they're but, hesitant just because they don't have somebody signed long term enough that they're going to be a captain for a significant
1: number of years. Well, Krider's in the first of six years. Right. So that's uh, why I thought they, he was going to be he was going to yeah, be the they're, candidate. They're not going to give it to Panarin because uh, I don't know. I, he has he can't he, he needs an interpreter to do his interviews. Right. So I don't right. know necessarily how much that plays into it. I'm only guessing us. there. What's that? It's it's not, it's not, what are you talking about? But I don't, I don't know. I, I would like to see, well, let me ask you, Steve, does, um does he sure speak good English or yeah. at least English or does he need well, an interpreter?
3: He speaks, you know, he speaks perfectly good English. Okay. But He played juniors over here. He didn't just come over, you know, he's been over here since he was like 17 years
1: old. Okay. Well and and Panarin was never drafted and he played in the KHL and then came over to Chicago undrafted.
3: But he's he's over here long enough, learned the language.
1: He has been here long enough. Well, Learn he, he knows some he knows some English, but the interviews he does in Russian because he can speak better in Russian,
2: I guess. So but, I mean it's 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 interesting cuz like they just have this come up with uh in the, in the Blues, right? So they named Ryan O'Reilly captain and then you had a co- couple days later Tarasenko comes out saying he wish he kind of wish he wanted was the the captain. Yeah. Not the no offense to the guy, but I've been here eight years and right. You know, kind of wanted. it. Is he you on the training block often? now? I don't think so. They also want to get rid of
1: his con. They want to get rid of his contract.
2: They could. So I think Didn't there's some some to that too. I'll take him. Let's see one two. Is Kreider the, uh, the longest? Is Kreider the longest? He's interesting an interesting, uh, an interesting guy? guy for a debate. Yes.
1: Yes, yes. he is now. All right, so so Nine look years. that those are some of, of the biggest thing right now is is no is no fucking live stream for the Rangers. Um, everything else is status quo. Uh, so that's a great jumping off point for expected. me. That's a great no, no jumping surprises.
3: off point for me because the Devils have yeah. been the exact opposite of that. They are just throwing content out there left and right. Thirteen different people did interviews on that uh, that check in day. And they, like you, you said, brought, New York Rangers, 13. 13 different players, 13 different people, including the coach. They haven't, to my knowledge, broadcast much from practice. They have shown some clips, but they did do a full scrimmage. They broadcast a full scrimmage with no announcers, just, you know, from the, like the back of the, the, the seating section at the practice rink. So it was, it was hard to tell who was who, just because the, I take the numbers weren't that great um, visibility wise, but it was very nice to see live hockey being played again just uh now for me i guess i didn't realize we weren't supposed to talk about rub
1: rub it in no go ahead rub it in
3: i didn't realize we weren't supposed to to talk about camps during our updates but uh having he and brett not be in camp kind of hurts and they've done pretty much what pittsburgh's done in terms of they're leaving those those guys that line they're not just throwing somebody into into that line another wing I think they've pretty much set on Hughes centering Paul Mary, Andreas, and uh, Andreas Johansson, who they got from the Leafs. And uh, it looks like they're going to keep the Pavel Zaka, Nikita Gusev, Miles Wood line together moving forward. Who that means is going to be on. He's your. And I Rat's stumbled across.
1: I, I stumbled across one of their uh, scrimmages, and I saw that line of Wood with Zaka and and Gusev, and they that's a pretty decent line, man.
3: They work well together, and I don't know why because it's not like Zaka is an assist guy that, that Gusev needs. Zaka does provide the defensive responsibility that Gusev lacks. So I think that's why they're a good pairing together. One makes up for the shortfall on the other. And Miles Wood, I guess maybe the speed is why that line works well. I don't know why it works, but uh, looks like they're going to keep it together because it is working. So back to Heesher and Brett, I don't know who they're going to put on the other wing. It looks like maybe Yane Kokkonen might be the, the leading candidate for that wing. Um, right now, he's, he's lined up with Zajac and Merkley, who's having a surprisingly very good camp. He played well for the team when he came up towards the end of last year, and he was playing well over in Europe, so hopefully he can just keep that going like he has. He scored in the scrimmage the other day, two goals. Um, and then the fourth line that they're running with right now, Sharon Govic, Bokvist, and McLeod, I could definitely see hopefully maybe Nolan Foote jumping in there, maybe even a Nathan Bastian jumping in there at some point. Um, So that fourth line is very weak.
1: How's Lindy Ruff been handling camp?
3: Lindy Ruff, you know, who I guess I never really paid attention to much when he was coaching up in Buffalo and down in Dallas. And he was, I guess, an assistant coach with the Rangers. Yeah. I'm really intrigued to see the system that he's installing. He wants the one of the two defensemen to join the rush uh, and be very active in the offensive zone. He wants to have a four player attack in the offensive zone. So I'm very interested to see how that works out. Um, Bryce Salvador, actually did an amazing breakdown on Twitter of how the system is being implemented. So if interested, definitely go check that out. Cause he did like a series of tweets where he broke down a play where, you know, here's where this defenseman joined the rush and he, you know, was able to continue the play so the team was able to score later on in the shift. So it's
1: not like what MSG tried to do and and, and describe what the triangle freaking offense was, was it?
3: No, it wasn't when that Phil
1: Jackson came to the no. Knicks.
3: No, it wasn't that
1: Here's the, here's the triangle offense, and here's why it's so amazing.
3: But let's get to the it most important It worked really well, part. didn't it?
1: Yeah, when you have Michael Jordan, it, it worked very freaking great. Game. And then you, you had Kobe Bryant. Absolutely. Okay. It works just well. But when you come to the Knicks. So let's get
3: to the most important part of Devil's Camp. Jack Hughes showed up almost 180 pounds. He put on 16 pounds of muscle during his time
1: off.
0: Well, he says it's muscle. It's a lot of burritos, dude. I can put
1: on right, I think we all did that in COVID 15 right?
3: <laughs> he said he handled eating like it was his job, which immediately uh, made me think of Bill. Yeah, absolutely. Immediately, <laughs> 16 pounds of muscle. That's that's going to be a huge ad for him because he was getting thrown around like a rag doll in the corners and on the on the sideboards at various points throughout the season. So he's definitely going to be able to to stay on his feet more, which is pretty important in the game of hockey.
0: Okay, Lenny Dykstra.
1: Oh, Lenny Dykstra.
0: Other than that,
3: hey, Fitzgerald, let's get Pratt signed. Come on,
1: close the gap. Sure, he's going to have some uh, MasterCard issues too coming over. And that's and what's time called
3: harnessing
0: the joke. Oh,
1: boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're all welcome. You're all welcome. <laughs>
0: So, so a quick, a quick fact check, uh, a quick fact check, if I may. Uh, I was doing some research, looking up when they actually started recording uh, the hits statistic. Uh, so that goes back to a mid '90s game uh, between the Devils and the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Uh, or the one flyers. of the statisticians uh, looked over Fuck to the another Eagles. statistician next to him and is like, "Has anybody counted how many times they dropped Lindros today?" Is that the official? That's the official story. That was, the, and that was the start. That's where it all began.
1: Oh, does anybody, anybody want to hear a trivia question? Anybody want a trivia question?
0: Oh, please, please.
1: Okay. All right. Gordie Howe has played the most games in NHL history, 1700 and something. There is a player this year that can break that record if he stays healthy for all 56 games. Name that player. Joe Thornton. Dude, that's
4: good. Oh, not Joe uh,
1: Thornton.
2: No, 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 not Thornton. Joe Patrick Thornton needs to Marlo. c-
1: Patrick Marlowe. I, c- I was, it was shocked. Marlowe. Patrick Marlowe.
2: Marlo. I well forget done, he's playing Steven. sometimes. Do you, want to, no. <laughs> what, you want to hear an interesting
3: Patrick Marlowe story? No.
2: That's a good story. Fantastic. You guys want to hear
1: an interesting Patrick Marlowe story? What's your stupid fucking Patrick Marlowe story? Let's hear it.
3: So when I was a younger lad and would attend devil's practices, Ugh. I would draw pictures of the players to get signed.
1: Oh, I remember that. They thought you were special.
0: So Stalker.
3: So at one point, I drew a picture of Scott Niedermeyer, but I based it off a picture of Patrick Marlowe. There is one big difference between Patrick Marlowe and Scott Niedermeyer. Do you know what it is?
1: They're a
3: different
0: righty, fucking one's person.
3: One's a righty and one's a lefty.
0: That was a bad choice. To so know
3: oops. the guy he was gracious. he signed it anyway, but it was the wrong hand.
0: Wasn't that like your favorite player ever?
2: Patrick it was Marlo? before
3: he was my favorite player. Yeah, uh, obviously.
2: Can't believe he's only forty-one and he could potentially break the record for most games played. That's unbelievable.
0: Because yeah. well, only his Cordy only played like forty-eight game seasons for a lot of those years.
1: Did they have COVID back then? They just had shortened seasons. No, they had the Spanish flu or something like that. Oh, he played a little. That's bit a of... lot of.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: It's only kidding. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, really all right 92. so nick
3: nick you're obviously yeah. looking at this at Marlowe's stats i am
1: yeah how many uh, years is he a hall of famer
2: did he
3: play 75 or more games
2: oh 75 wow i okay so the first year of the sharks he played 74 but then here's the, here's the breakdown ready yeah 81 81 81 79 82 80 82, 77, 78, 76, 82, 82,
3: 82,
2: 48 in 2012,
3: 2013.
2: Shorten. Yeah, shorten season. 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82. That's ridiculous. 58 uh, 58 and 8. So last year he played uh, 8 with Penguins. So he's a pretty durable guy, yeah? 64. That's crazy. He sounds like he's allergic
0: to hitting, though.
2: What the hell, dude? (laughs) That's hey, unreal.
3: That's Western and, Conference hockey. Nobody hits zero, in the Western Conference.
2: Zero fucking cups. He'll be, Could you imagine <laughs> he breaks the record of most yeah. games played and never wins a cup? And never. That did will never be broken. he sniff a cup? Did he no even come close? No one ever touch it. Well, yeah, uh, with San
1: Jose, right? That one year they went to the yeah, finals against was, the Penguins. Uh, Lost in
0: six.
2: 10-11? 2010-11, is that the year? Because they had 18 games played there. It's probably yeah. the year.
0: He was with the, the Sharks
2: team in uh, the 16. Oh, 15, 16, 15, 16. Yeah. My bad. 24 games. That's the the year. So that was so lot
1: Joe was... Joe Joe Thornton never won a cup, right? No, no. So there's two guys on the list in the top 15 of games played in the NHL history. The two guys who haven't won a cup: Joe Thornton, Thank Patrick Marleau.
0: Well, they spent a lot every, of time in San Jose, and that's, they're just like yeah, everybody, they everybody. Everybody
1: else long. has won uh, multiple cups on that list multiple cups. Wowzers, wowzers, wowzers. All right. That's I think crazy. that's gonna do it for us tonight. Uh next week we are gonna do our season preview. So we're gonna do uh review uh season previews for the teams as well as the NHL. We're gonna take you all the way and give you our predictions of who's going to win the Stanley Cup. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So that's going to be next week's episode. And man, oh man, then the ga- let the games begin, boys. It's um, going to be on the season, the eve of the season starting. Season Eve. So don't forget to uh, follow us on Twitter, friends underscore rivals, at friends underscore rivals. On Facebook, friends and rivals podcast, YouTube, friends and rivals. Don't forget to subscribe to all those, please. Uh, find us on Apple podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe. uh, So you'll be notified when new episodes comes out as it really does help our channel out. Great show boys, Billy, play us out.